TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always. Always. Use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. Thursday, you know what that means. It's time for Head Trauma Thursdays. Ah! I'll get a, I promise I'll get a better intro, I promise. <laughs> That's the best intro. It's quality. A bit of midweek mainstay for, for the chair shot radio listeners. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that somebody appreciates my Oprah impression. Nonetheless, is that what it was? It was Oprah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, you know, you 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 get a airplane. You get an airplane. <laughs> Everybody gets it. You know. Everybody gets a new president. You get a new president. You get a new president. Look at you being topical. I see you. Um, but we didn't even introduce ourselves yet. I, you know, it's boy Rance, aka Ray Cash, with the with the pod father himself, the big fish Magsy over there. The little tiddler. Now, the, the little, little tiddler. tiddler. <laughs> no, you're the big fish and I'm the little tiddler. Stop that noise. Um yeah, so we got we got wrestling content to talk about. But mm-hmm. we are at, as we're recording this inauguration day is here in America. And uh yeah, it's uh you ever held your breath so long and when you finally started breathing again you remembered, oh my lungs, this is how lungs are supposed to work. It's kind of what I feel holding like your right breath now. for four long years. It yeah, four long years, bro. And uh breathing I'm not that a hater. freedom. Breathing that freedom. <laughs> right? I'm not a hater. So and I'm not I'm I may I may be one of those I told you so people. I try not to be too vindictive. So like I do have a very small part of my heart for those people who aren't racist, who aren't insurrectionists who aren't conspiracy theorists who aren't batshit insane crazy who just don't like or don't trust biden democrats i have a small modicum of understanding in my heart when i say small i mean like you ever heard of the uh you ever heard the old uh nursery rhyme the princess and the pea yeah it's about the size of a pea nonetheless Look, don't get me wrong. You know, there was a time where Democrats and Republicans could get along, you know? So, you know, I, like, if we go back to that time, then I, I can talk to you, but it, we've moved so past, far past that that uh, I'm trying hard not to say na 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 but I guess I just did on the air, so. Yeah, I, th- I think, um, and this is going to be kind of a, um, not not saying his words verbatim, but the way uh, Biden said in his uh, his opening speech about this being a, a united America, and it's time to to heal. I think that was uh, probably the best way to put it. I mean, Trump got in because uh, there was a lot of apathy towards politicians. A lot of people wanted change, and he hit those right notes with a lot of people. 
it only turns out that those notes were with the racist and and the bigots and and all those kind of people. They're really kind of the the low hanging fruit. So hopefully, the lessons can be learned and you'll get someone who actually can do the presidential job. Trump also got in because America couldn't have a black man for eight years and then elect a woman next. Yeah, Too well, much. Yeah. Too much progress. Um, and we are not united. <laughs> we are still very much fractured. However, um, President Obama ran on two things. He ran on the yes, we can, and he ran on hope. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the world feels hopeful today. And unfortunate to those who are on the other side who don't feel hopeful, understand that we just have four years of feeling that way y'all feel, and the entire world is on our side. And I'm not trying to make it a side-to-side thing, but it is what it is. Um, enough of that that yucky politics talk. Um Tell, tell the ladies and gentlemen, and those who don't identify as ladies or gentlemen, dogs, chickens, ducks, cats, and everybody else in between. How many, how, many, how many chickens do you think make up our demographic? That's an oh, interesting we're, thing. We're, we're definitely chickens. in the hundreds. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we're, big in the, we're big in the chicken market. <laughs> yeah, we're, huge. In, we're hitting you know those 80s. Eighteen you know to forty-nine demographic of chickens. <laughs> you know where we're biggest? <laughs> we're, we're biggest. In, we're biggest in the fish demographic. Yes, we are <laughs> the biggest. We nail all those demographics. That's right, baby. Eighteen to forty-nine, eighteen to thirty-four, all of them. Twelve to twenty-five. We got them all. <laughs> wow. Tell me, tell me what we're talking about today, bro. Today, I thought, with us being kind of a uh, almost part-time New Japan fans, uh, because we obviously haven't been around New Japan since the the golden era of wrestling, uh, and I, I assume you were you were brought into New Japan uh, around the time that the the topic that we're going to discuss uh, started like popping. Um, it's it's a reason why a lot of uh, wrestling fans got into New Japan. It's a reason why a lot of wrestling fans are still in New Japan now. Um, I thought we'd have a little chat about Bullet Club. Bullet Club. You would. You did it. I was about to do the same thing. <laughs> I was about to do the bu- 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 well done. So what I thought we could do is, I thought we could rank the. The current well, I was actually going to say let's rank all of the members of Bullet Club just to our own personal taste, just for a bit of fun. No, no kind of like a competition here. But when I saw exactly how many people have been in Bullet Club, I thought that is a big task. So I rounded it down to current active members of Bullet Club. So we're going to yeah, do a, a ranking system. We're going to be ranking Jeff Jarrett, and we're going to be ranking Haku, and we're going to be ranking... Wasn't Brian Kendrick a member of Bullet Club for like a day or something like that? Like I've it's got, like I've, I've got the list up of people who were in Bullet Club. So, obviously, you've got the obvious ones of uh, AJ Styles was in there, Kenny, uh, The Bucks, um, Marty Skrull, uh, Robbie Eagles was in there, um, Prince right. Devitt... 
Uh, then there's been a, a few from uh, when uh, Bullet Club went on a little bit of an excursion to Mexico. Ray Bucanero was in there. La Comandante mm-hmm. was in there. El Terribles in there. The Good Brothers. Cody Hall. Um, then Cody the part- Hall, that's right. Then we get to the part-time members. Um, Scott Damore was a member for a good four months. Oh, dear God. Stephen Amell was a member for damn well, near a year. Yeah, because of Cody, yeah. sure. Uh, Haku, obviously. Uh, Mephisto. Um, Gino Gambino. Brandy Rhodes was a member for two years. Amber Gallows was a member for a year. Uh, until, she, so, until she divorced his ass. <laughs> yeah. uh, someone called Mao. I have no idea who Mao is. Um, Spell it? M A O Mao. As in like Chairman Mao. Uh, they were only a member. Oh, they were a member for nearly two years. So they must be slightly important. Ah, one, one second. It was one of uh, Tokyo Pimps. Uh, Ladies of the night. Oh, so the other one besides Peter. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. yeah, there's been a hell of a lot of members of uh, of um, Bullet Club, but officially now there's thirteen. 13 Why is there thirteen, sir? Why is it just thirteen? Because the go-to source, Wikipedia, you know that <laughs> very trustable source, has already kicked JY out of the Bullet Club. With no confirmation, they've kicked that motherfucker clean out. Mm. I wonder where he could be going. NXT. So, yeah. Uh, and then once we rank these people, I got some bullet clubs I want to talk to you about at the back end of this. Okay, okay. Let's do it. Um, but this was your idea. You, you, Mr. Badlands, clearly. How you want to do this? From the bottom up or from the top down? Yeah, I think we start with the, the dregs and build our way up to uh, the creme de la creme. Okay. Um, well, if you may, if you don't mind, I'll go first, then you go, and then you flip, and we'll do that to the top. That's cool? Yeah. Sounds good. Like a snake draft. And these, 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 the dregs, as you call them, it's not going to last long. Um, at the bottom of the at the bottom of the list of the current list, I got Dick Togo. He been in Sick. for a cup of coffee, yeah, cup of coffee. He maybe had like one chair, one uh Kindle stick shot. He ain't really did nothing, um, you know. And uh, I don't know, man. I he he's he's forever gonna be the 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 Centon guy from Kai and Tai. Yeah, he'll never he'll never be Bullet Club to me. Yeah, I'd say exactly the same. I've got Dick Togo in 14th. Uh, only brought in as, as really as the heater for evil. Um, I think the the, 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 the garroting wire is a, an interesting uh, kind of a facet to him. But yeah, he's, do, he's done nothing much to really kind of uh, set himself apart in, in Bullet Club. Doesn't do anything that the likes of uh, Gado and Jaro don't do already. Uh, so yeah, I've got him as, uh, as 14th out of 14. Thanks for trying. He gets a, a participation <laughs> award. Hey, he's on the list. So then I'll go to my number 13 then. Um, I've gone for uh, Hikaleo. I did the same thing. Wow. 
Wow. Let's see how long we can keep this trend going. I feel like it's going to be a lot, a lot of similarities. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've got him uh, basically because he made his debut tagging with his brothers and uh, Bad Luck Farley. I think he's actually subbed in for an injured Kenny Omega. And he's only actually made sporadic uh, New Japan appearances. Uh, uh, he has had a spot in the New Japan uh, Cup in 2019, but I think he lost in the first round to, I want to say, Marky Nichols. Um, but yeah, he's been mainly on excursion in America and in Rev Pro. Uh, he has started being on uh, New Japan uh, strong, so perhaps his time like in Bullet Club is is gonna is gonna start making more appearances. But yeah, I've got Hickley at thirteen. The kid is talented. I mean, he's one of Haku's sons, mm-hmm. so there's no way he can be talented. But he just hasn't done enough. He hasn't been there enough. And everybody else we're about to mention is a regular everyday. Bullet Club T-shirt, not a t- just a T-shirt wearer, but like they down for the cause. Um, which brings me to number twelve, which is the man with the kendo stick himself, Mister Jado. Um, I have Jado under Gato only because Gato is, you know, Gato's the man. Gato is the heater for Switchblade, whereas Jado is the heater for Kenta for the uh, G.O.D. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Jado wrestles every now and then like Gato does, but that's not their job. Um, yeah, but there's a clear hierarchy in the heaters, right? Mm-hmm. There's a Gato, then Jado, then Pieter, but when, she's not on this list, but then her, and then like you skip like a million different people, then it's Dick Togo. <laughs> wow, and it comes all in those flashy white suits as well, and you're doing him dirty like that. Uh, 12, uh, I've got I've got Jado as well. Um, Pretty much for the same reason, is is uh, Gato's uh, kind of sidekick uh, followed him over when he defected with uh, with uh, Jay White, uh, the heater for God and and for Kenta. Basically, I, I, what I do think he differentiates himself from Dick Togo is that with the Girls of Destiny, they've been using him as a, almost like a manager rather than uh, as interference. He's been kind of like dictating players recently, so he gets a little step up on, on Dick Togo for that for me. But yeah, I've got him in 12th. Um, in 11th, I've gone with uh, Chase Owens. Okay, we differ there, but I know okay. why you have him at 11. Because you hate him. <laughs> Do you know, when I first actually started uh, like really taking notice of Bullet Club, he was one of the people who I, who I, I really enjoyed because he, he kind of, he took it seriously. He really wanted to like make it, make be part of this group. But he's been a member for six years now. Um, it, the most interesting thing he's done whilst being in Bullet Club has been when he sided with the Elite during the Civil War, but then rejoined after uh, the Elite all left and, and did it did all Bullet Club dirt. It's usually it's the pins. Uh, the reason why he's the 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 lowest active New Japan wrestler for me is because he's never won a title in New Japan. Um, so that's why I've got him in eleventh place. So Chase Owens is eleventh. I have Gato 11th only because I can't in good conscience put any of the managers or the heaters above any of the active wrestlers. And it's not like okay. Chase is like Kiko Leo where he where he only wrestles sparingly. Chase wrestles regularly. I just couldn't in good conscience. Put, yeah, I, I, I see that yeah. thinking. Yeah. 
Um, but I don't, we don't have to explain Gato. Gato could, I think Gato could be warranted for to be higher on the list because of what he's accomplished. And but uh, yeah, he doesn't wrestle, and so he barely wrestles every now and then. And yeah, he's probably won a, a never six man title or something. But I couldn't, in good conscience, do that. So for number ten, that was Gato was my number eleven. But for number ten. All due respect to the man. The man got skin in the game. But Tokyo Pimp Jiro Takahashi is number 10. He is the lowest of the low. And look, Takahashi is, can be good at times. Ta- look, Takahashi was so good at one point, he was Naito's tag partner. It's like, he he's not garbage. It's just he's... Remember when the Godfather... Like at the end of his run, when he like really stopped caring about wrestling, and would come out and would just say, "Look, I don't really want to wrestle, so you can take the hose and we can just leave." <laughs> yeah, that's your hero. <laughs> um, one more funny thing about you, Jiro. Um, after the um after the pandemic when they started back, um, and you know all and all of the non-Japanese wrestlers were still stranded in their countries. When they ran Yujiro, uh, 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 angle with Yujiro versus Okada, that lets you know how small their talent pool was. Mm-hmm. For Yujiro to be put against Okada, nah, bro. So, no, this Yujiro. Yujiro got the best job in the world. Show up, get pinned, and get hoes. Yeah. I mean, best job in the world. I've got, I've got uh, Tokyo Pimp at number 10 as well. Um, First non-gaji member of the of the stable. Uh, when that's he, uh... important. <laughs> that's important, by the way, because remember, this stable was originally built as a gaijin stable. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, he then he then deserted chaos to join. Uh, he, I think he helped AJ Styles actually beat Okada for the for the title uh, uh, at, at Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, he's held the never six man titles for three days with uh, Farley and Tomatonga. Um, but he actually did hold the, the open weight title for about five months. Um, he's a number one light chaser wins if he's usually either low down on the card or he's going to eat the pin in a match. What boosts him above a, a chaser wins for me is that run what he's had with Ricardo recently. Yeah, he was, he was very much out of place, but they went with him over some of a wrestler that they could have gone with. There's a little bit of storyline there about how uh, Carter didn't respect him and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's why I put him a little bit over Chaser Wins. So going to number nine, uh, and I've gone with Gado, so I'm uh, redressing the balance. Uh, he, uh, as we know, deflect, defected to Bullet Club when he uh, he turned on a Carter to side with uh, Switchblade Jay White. He's, again, kind of like uh, Dick Togo and uh, uh, Jardo. He's, he's a manager, manager slash heater and even slash spokesman for, for Jay White. Wrestles occasionally, um, but if it wasn't for him being in Jay White's corner, I, I think that uh, he's been quite pivotal in uh, a lot of Jay White's success. And, and obviously, the dude is the best booker in wrestling today. So... That's why I put him over Takashi and Chase Owens. Come on, you know he is. That's your Nato standing coming out there. 
Top three. Yeah. Who's in Who's in the argument then? I'm NXT stand. I think Hunter books impeccably. Okay, I mean, I and, I, I, I understand. Yeah, and and I, and I have to admit, I have I, I don't dislike the company. I don't dislike the, the the talent. I don't dislike the shows. I dislike a lot about the, the bullshit. But Tony Khan does a decently good job booking AEW. Okay. Silent. That, that silence. That silence. No, I, I like a lot of what happens on AEW. I don't like... When they get it wrong, they get it so, so wrong. When they when Cody's involved in absolutely every storyline, when we've had Sting return, Sting speaks, Sting's looks at the stands, Sting, Sting buys a coffee as the tiles of, of shows every single week. It's a it's a bit on the nose for me. That's fair. Uh, but... That's fair. I'm with you, by the way. I completely agree. Um, You said balancing the scales, my number nine is the crown jewel, Chase Owens. Okay. Um, So, I have him at number nine for this reason. I think... In terms of talent, a lot of this is potential because the kid is very talented. And I think he's their lower tier star. Like if they have a lower tier, if they have a lower tier angle, he's he's the guy that, that is normally featured. King of Pro Wrestling, he was number one. He lasted the entire time. He was the whole match the next night was built around him. Uh, so, uh, I, I, of that, and of course, because I give all deference to the Tongans, and he is officially an honorary Tongan. He's Bullet Club RG. So, but I, I, I got no, I got no qualms with the way you played, with the way you played it. I don't, I understand the way you played it. This is where it gets interesting. Okay. My number eight. No disrespect to the Tongans whatsoever. My number eight is, ta- is Tangaloa. Now, from one to eight, all of them got title runs. All of them have been featured in their own way. All of them have important moments. So you're really just picking and choosing at this point. But the reason I put Tongue. Tangaloa number eight is because he is the worst wrestler of the eight. He is a fantastic tag wrestler. You watch him in the ring and like he's been doing this for a while now. You still like, I don't know, man. And I'm not saying he's terrible, but it's the difference between great, 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 really, really good, really, really good, and then like, eh, average. Yeah. You know? He's a Billy Kay in the world of Charlotte Flair's and Sasha Banks's. Oof. Wow. Oof. That's, that's harsh. I, I'm trying to find something you can agree with me with so I don't feel so bad. <laughs> okay, so... I, let me just shut, shut up and hand it off. Over, yeah. So, in eighth, I've got Tangaloa. <laughs> And for a lot of the same reasons that you've got him, um, I, I, I actually 
I actually rate Tang, uh, Tangaloa's uh, in-ring. The, the thing is, for me, that he's in the shadow of Tamatonga. Tamatonga is, is, is a better wrestler. He's more charismatic. He's more outspoken. Uh, and, and we're talking here about someone who is a record-breaking tag team champion. He's won that is they've won the IWGP titles seven times. So that's this is no disparage on on uh, Tangaloa. He's a quality quality addition to to Bullet Club. But I just think he hasn't had that breakout where he's not just seen as Thomas brother, rather than he's seen as Tangaloa on his own. So that's why I've got him at man number eight. Now. Getting to this last seven, I think maybe we might start differing. We'll just see, like, because it now kind of starts getting to preferences rather than than uh, the actual kind of a breaking down of, of ring quality and, and things like that. But I've gone for evil at seven. Yep. So. Wow. Oh, my goodness. You, you sound okay. shocked. Okay, I'm set up. My bad. I'm set up. Okay. So the reason why I've gone for him is uh, the first ever member of LRJ to uh, leave the stable uh, when he turned on Nato uh, after winning the, the 2020 New Japan Cup. Um, obviously, then joined up with uh, with Bullet Club when they attacked uh, Akada. Won the, the double titles which uh, makes him the first ever triple champion in New Japan because he was actually still uh, a, a member of the, the six-mans with uh, Bushi and Shingo. Uh, I think he ended up dropping the, that uh, or vacating that title a couple of weeks later. Uh, lost those titles back to, to Naito uh, in typical New Japan um, first-time world champion-style booking. The reason why I've, I've gone for him in seventh uh, is not... Uh, on shared of him as a character, but it's on shared of him as part of Bullet Club. For me, he he just seems like an outlier. Like his his character isn't a Bullet Club character. Um, it it just maybe give him a year or or even six months in 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 the group. He could kind of like ingratiate himself for me. But right now, he just it just feels like he's in there because it's a group rather than he fits in with the ideology of a bullet club. So yeah, that's why I've gone for evil at seven. Ooh. All right. Wow. Uh, I just needed some time to collect myself. All right. My number seven is the role general himself. Battle of Kvale. Oh, yeah. Law down, law down. Let me tell you why. In terms of respect, he's number one. In terms of importance, number one, 1A, one 1B. One in terms of ranking them in order of best, he's number seven. Because at this stage of the game, Fale is largely a tag wrestler. He... Occasionally, he's usually in the G1 where we'll have like one match where he reminds people he's really good. But ultimately, and I say this, I mean, when I say this, I'm not saying this from a negative standpoint. He doesn't give a fuck. 
Like, so it's just like, I'm coming to get my check, I'm coming to represent Bullet Club, and then I'm going to go the fuck home. And I'm worried about my dojo. So, again, that must, that's a great thing. I'm not saying it's negative. Um, so, because of that, he's really good. I, I mean, I love the, the, what is it called? The Bad Luck Fall. I was going to call it the Border Toss from Hernandez, but the Bad Luck Fall. He can go when he wants to. He's one of the better big men. He's probably the biggest man in the company. Uh, but I, he just... The other six ahead of him, I think, bring more to the table top to bottom right now. And again, we're not ranking importance. We're not ranking um, respect. We're ranking the best. Um, so, all again, all deference to the Tongans. I don't want any smoke. My number six. I don't want any smoke, but you've ranked um, eight and seven so far. <laughs> number six. I don't want any smoke. Number six, Tabatonga. <laughs> Yeah, that's a hell no. I know better. Tama kills, Tama kills people for real. <laughs> no. Um, no, my number six actually is, this is what I'm disappointed to say. Mm-hmm. I'm disappointed in myself that I ranked him so low, but I have reasons. Number six is the bone soldier himself, Taji Ishimori. If we are strictly, if we are strictly talking in ring ability, he is number one on this list. He is the best wrestler in Bullet Club. I don't think it's close. And, and that's including Jay White. I don't think it's close. Ishimori is as good as it gets in the ring. Ishimori has won every title you can win as a junior. Multiple time IWGP junior heavyweight champion. Multiple time junior tag team champ. He's won the six man titles. I'd like to see him go for the never. He's that good. I have him at six because he's just there. Everybody else has a level. Now, this is the exact opposite of Fale. Everyone else has a, has a level of importance that's more important than him. Everybody else has a character that matters more to the club and to the company than him. Everybody, he's not even the most important ju- Junior in his in his club, and that's a hint for later. So this is not a diss to Ishimori. I think he's fantastic, but the five, the six ahead of him, right? The five, five ahead of him, are just I think integral to the company and to the the success and the structure of the club. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you make very cogent points, even though you are. Incredibly wrong um, with both those picks, um, but it's your list. It's not on me to to judge, even though I will quietly and silently. <laughs> <laughs> so for my sixth, I've gone with El Fantasmo. Now, okay, this is where we're getting to fan lines about about why each one makes a list. Um, the reason I've gone for El Fantasma, obviously, he was, uh, he's been in a relatively short amount of time. I think he uh, actually debuted on the, the um, uh, Don Taku 2019. 
Uh, he, he was able to beat Will Ospreay in his debut, picked up those junior towels with uh, Taji Ishimori. Uh, I think they beat Rapongi 3K. Lost them back uh, at Wrestle Kingdom 14. He was the first ever winner of the Super J Cup in two consecutive years, which is uh, something to be so, uh, really kind of impressed with. The reason why he's, he's so high up and uh, over uh, people like Evil and Tangaloa is because I think character-wise, he has got the closest to the kind of original reasoning behind Bullet Club uh, in this current format. He's the most like uh, the attitude and the, the the belief that he's superior that Prince Debbie had when he uh, he started forming this club. Um, and yes, and talent-wise, he's among the best in the company uh is such a a crisp clean wrestler um and he's someone who you can see in new japan for a long long time but as of right now just because of longevity um and because i i do favor a lot of the uh the people going ahead of him i've got el fantasmo at six going into five i've gone with kenta so the reason why I've gone with Kenta, um, obviously he shocked the wrestling world when he came to New Japan after his uh, his time with uh, WWE and NXT. Uh, I felt really bad for him because it was his dream to be part of that company. It just with injuries and, and, and booking, it just didn't uh, really work for him. And everybody expected him to return to uh, pro wrestling Noah, and he didn't. He joined New Japan and basically just blew the wrestling world away with that. Quickly joined Bullet Club at the end of the G1 uh, in 2019. He won the Never title at Royal Quest. I think he beat Tamahiro Ishii. Uh, again, dropped that title uh, at Wrestle Kingdom. But on that same night, he became public enemy number one when it comes to uh, a lot of New Japan fans, because he interrupted the roll call and the redemption arc of the newly crowned champ champ, Tetsuya Nato. He didn't go on to win that title uh, after his match at New Beginning, but he would win the the New Japan USA uh, tournament, which guarantees him a a title shot for that IWGP uh, US title when John Moxley is available to defend. And he's also defended that in multiple matches against some pretty big, uh, big, uh, talented wrestlers. So he's, he's definitely high up on uh, New Japan's uh, uh, man. So, yeah, I've gone with number five. Kenta. Kenta's defended the briefcase more than Mox has defended the title. Correct. He's had and... a second briefcase since. <laughs> that's point. And that's blasphemous that you got Kenta number five, but okay. We we are who we are. I I cannot judge well, I can judge you, but I will not judge you loudly. Um you Broke down my number five so perfectly that I'm shocked you don't have him over Ishimori. It's ELP. Mm-hmm. You broke it down so perfectly. Beautifully, in fact. Because you said the one thing that puts him over Ishimori to me. You said it yourself. El Fantasmo fits the ideology of book club, Bullet Club better than almost anybody in the club. 
ELP has one of the best characters in the entire Bullet Club. So the only thing he doesn't have is time, right? Well, Ishimori only debuted in Bullet Club like less than a year before he did. Okay, but he's also won more uh, titles whilst being there. Okay, and he's also lost those titles very quickly. Ishimori won the title at Wrestle Kingdom and then lost it three weeks, not three weeks, three months, like two months later, or two months later at the uh, Madison Square Garden show. So I'm like, it's not like like he's out here having Okada-esque reigns, you know? And your boy... Uh, your boy um, ELP is the only person to win the Super J Cup consecutively. You said it yourself. In consecutive years, not actually consecutively. There's, uh, I think, um, Lager has won it back to back, but I think there was a four year gap or something like that. And nope. Nope. Mm-mm. ELP. <laughs> Headbanger. <Yeah. laughs> Don't worry about facts, people. Yeah, you can prove anything <laughs> with facts. Well, I'm American. Clearly, we don't care about facts. Clearly. <laughs> um, but no, you can't go wrong with ELP or Ishimori. You 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 can flip me the way you want them. Um, but my number four is a is a perfect example of disrespect coming from the black country right now. Uh, in the big fish, uh, it uh, my number four is evil. Let me tell you why he's number four. Tell you why he's number four in the in the entire history of Bullet Club. Only three members have been IWGP heavyweight champion Alan Jones Styles, Kenny Schmomega, as Tama calls him now, and evil. Only one of those people won the IWGP Heavyweight Championship and the IWGP Intercontinental Championship, or as you call it, sir, the Champ Champ. Evil was the Champ Champ. Not only did Evil debut and become the Champ Champ, but he did that while simultaneously hurting Bullet Club's biggest rival, Los Ingobernables de Japón. Since that moment, Evil has been treated as the Japanese leader. He's like the sub-leader. He's like if Jay is the general, and I'm know, no, not talking about general, I know that. But if Jay is the general, then uh, uh, Evil is the colonel. I don't know how y'all structure is in Britain, but you get the point. So, So, so when Jay... Brings in work sick. He they bring in evil to be the assistant manager. The, the assistant manager, Perfect. assistant to That's the it. manager. <laughs> there you go. And and so there was even a point where they it seemed like they might have been building to Jay versus Evil because mm-hmm. more people were joining Evil. This is the point where I point out again: Bullet Club is. Traditionally, and it's built to be a gaijin stable, but now there are more Japanese wrestlers than gaijin wrestlers. And evil joining is the moment where it changed from being a gaijin stable to a Japanese stable. 
and of course, you know, it's a mix. But and I think Evil's joining changed that because not only is there Japanese wrestlers, but now it's all the heaters of Japanese. Kato, Jado, and um that Togo kid who wrestled some time ago that one place somewhere. Uh so I, I just think I'm I'm with you on that in many situations, time matters. I'm with you on that. But I think importance trumps time. And evil's import when you tell the story of Bullet Club, you cannot leave out evil. You can leave out a lot of these motherfuckers we talked about. And you and you and you won't not be able to tell the story. But you cannot tell the story of Bullet Club without telling the story of how evil defected from LIJ, won the champ champ, and then went on to change the entire course of the of the club. The, the cha- he, he, evil's joining changed the, uh, for lack of a better term, it, it changed the ideology of the club. So, yeah. Now... I'm not saying I like watching his matches because I don't, but <laughs> importance. I mean, I, I I can't disagree with what you're saying. For me, it is about the time, though. Give him a year, um, have him in more kind of a prominent feuds, maybe kind of have him in more in a prominent role in uh, in Bullet Club, really like working together as a team, perhaps pick up the, the, the six-mans as part of Bullet Club, then we revisit this, and it's very likely it'll be uh, a lot higher up the list. But for for me, I still see him as as someone who has just left LRJ rather than uh, a member of Bullet Club. But it, it's your picks. Uh, I'm gonna again attempt to kind of redress some balance with uh with my next couple of picks. Some that you've already mentioned. Um, I'm gonna go with number four. Taji Ishimori, the born soldier, um, came back to the company in 2018. Uh, I didn't even know this until I was actually uh, looking up, but he was uh, in the Young Line system for a year and then ended up leaving and, and going to all Japan. But he was revealed at Dontaku 2018 as the new born soldier. Uh, got to the finals of his debut uh, Best of the Super Juniors tournament, which he uh, lost to Hiromu. Uh, won his first junior heavyweight at uh, title at Wrestle Kingdom 13 when he beat the ace of that division, Kushida, um, which then added to his already won six man title that he had with the Girls of Destiny. He lost that title, that junior title to uh, Dragon Lee, I think, uh, but then uh, transitioned into the tags with ELP. Um, regained that, that junior uh, title back at Summer Struggle, but then again, like you, uh, so poignantly said earlier, he dropped it with his, not having his Okada style run back to Hiromu um, at Wrestle Kingdom 15. Um, the reason why I've got him over El Fantasmo is because I really like watching Taji Ishimori wrestle. Um, he's arguably the most crisp, talented wrestler outside of Hiromu Takashi in that company. Watching them two uh uh, go at it is just like a it's absolutely like a, a dream and the 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 one big storyline he's had outside of uh title contention was 
was the storyline he had with Kanemaru, where he's been unable to beat Kanemaru uh, in all his career. I think he was like 13 and all, and he finally was able to to, to pick off that victory. So, um, yeah, number four, I've got Taji Ishimura. Then to uh, redress a little bit more, I've gone for number three, uh, Bad Luck Farley. And again, I agree with you in terms of uh, in-ring talent, he's low down the scale. He does what he needs to do and does no more. He's very much kind of the fuck him attitude. I absolutely love that about him. But he's one of the only uh, two surviving original members of Bullet Club. Uh, he was actually the very first um, kind of tag team partner for uh, Prince Devitt once he kind of uh, defected away from Apollo 55 and was the uh, part exactly the underboss part of the, the original four that officially started being called Bullet Club um, is essentially the hoss, the muscle of the group. But I always feel that you need uh, Bad Luck Farley on your side if you want to be leader of Bullet Club. You need his, almost as an underboss, you need his say-so. Um, former uh, Intercontinental uh, Champion when he beat Shinsuke Nakamura. And he's also... He also has quite high-profile matches. He's had quite a few title shots against the Carter, so uh, it's obvious that the New Japan really think highly of the guy. And he's also a three-time, never six-man uh, tag team champion. So, for, <laughs> so That's for me, accolade, bro. Stop listening to that as an accolade. Look, <laughs> me, you, and Tali have won the double <laughs> six-man tags before. <laughs> Even so, I've got Bad Luck Farley at number three. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code ChairShot. Get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code ChairShot. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I'm not mad at that because I you're so what you're doing is you're you're clearly we know who you're winning to is. Uh so the way you're doing it is you're doing it in terms of legacy and importance. I respect that completely. And I'm not I have no qualms with that whatsoever. Um I'm gonna predict your number three now though. Your number three has you already know to who be, my number three is. It's gotta be Kenta. My number three is Kenta. Um well done. Uh Number one and number two on anybody's list should be the same. Mm -hmm. I, I truly think so. Just depends one, which which slots. 
you know, I want to be offended by that, but I can understand your point because of legacy. <laughs> but um, but Kenda's number three for a myriad of reasons. Number one, you mentioned uh, you mentioned ELP having the old school Bullet Club uh, ideology. <laughs> Kenda got that shit in spades. He's <laughs> lived that career. That's been his career. His entire career. Kenta don't care. First and foremost, of, of 14 people in the Bullet Club, only one of them is an actual living legend, and that's Kenta. Number one. Get it correct. Give the man his respect. Number one. Number two, the man had the balls to kick Shibata in the face after he blew his head up. Oof. That made me cringe so hard. I was so mad at Gato for booking that. And then I realized, well, that's why he booked it, because I was pissed. And I rock with Bullet Club. Um, yes. Um, with all respect to Jay White, because I don't think anybody can, I don't think any guys can get them as mad. But I think Kenta is the biggest heel in that company. And he's the biggest heel in that company from a mid-card position. But clearly they believe in him, because like you said, every year, Every year, Wrestle Kingdom, 15 Wrestle Kingdoms before that, all the anniversary shows before they changed the name, never once had the winner at the end of the Wrestle Kingdom been attacked. The one time they did it, who did it? Kenta. Mm-hmm. Right? You, 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 you've spoken about how they've entrusted Kenta to basically hold down an entire division by himself without a championship with, with just a briefcase. They don't trust nobody else to do that. That's just Kenta. Um, and I and I truly do believe that once Jay's gone, which <laughs> you know, in, in, be in, 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 in an NXT, to uh, I believe that even though we spoke about Evil being the assistant manager, I believe Kenta will be the guy above. Um as kind of like the guy who takes the, he's all he's shown that like I'll do it. I take I I'll, I'll be the guy to handle everything. I'll be the guy to take. I'll do the dirty work, you know. Um, so yeah, one of the best wrestlers in the um, in the um, in the has the importance is amazing. When Kenta joined Bullet Club, that was as big as that was almost as big as AJ joined the Bullet Club to me. Because I understand AJ, I understand AJ's importance from the Western world, and Kenta had a nice little run over here. But Kenta's run in Noah, you know what I mean? He was a god. Like, he was a god, you know. And so for him to join New Japan, and then to join the only club that you can really be hated in, I don't count Suzuki Goon because like we we don't hate them like. They're like that annoying uncle who does stupid shit, but we're like, ah, they're lovable, right? Bullet Club is hated. Um, And then on top of that, his accolades, things he's been allowed to do, the positions he's been put in. I mean, I I feel where you're coming from with with putting Folly at three. I get it. But, man, Kenta is just so important to that club, bro. And Kenta is, I know it's crazy to say this because he's like old as dirt. But he's the few of the club. 
what what I love especially about Kenta is the way he, he fuels on the hate that he gets from the crowd. He drinks those salty tears and licks his lips because they're so delicious. Yeah, he's a great character wrestler. And like I said, one of the best wrestlers in the world. So I'm not mad at that pick. And shout out to my man finally being healthy for once. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I, don't, I don't wish nobody to go through what he went through in NXT. And that's nobody's fault. Shit just happened. But the fact that he's been able to stay healthy, with the exception of the time he got loopy when he hit his head, uh, he's been pretty healthy. And I hope he stays that way because he has so much to offer. But I'm going to ask that maybe we break kind of tradition here and how we've the format. Mm-hmm. Because I went and two were the same. But I want to do, I want us to go one by one, like kind of together and not go back and forth. My number two is Tama Tonga. Oh, get to fuck. What? No, that is list done. Ignore everything that Rand says from now on. Wow. Wow. Seriously, you've gone for, I've, gone, I've got Tama at number one. Okay. Well, Jay White at two. So then, so okay. So I have Tama two. You Jay White one. You have Jay White two. Tama one. Let's talk about Tama first. Okay. okay? And then we can talk about Jay. Well, clearly we know where we stand. I have Tama two for one reason. He's not a singles guy. I get that. So. He is the most important person, I'd argue, in the history of Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. You, okay. I, he's the only one that's been there from day one. Well, he puts some of Bullet Club. You know, he's the only one that puts on for he puts on for the club everywhere, wherever he is. He is he is when you think of Bullet Club, most people I, forget that stupid elite shit. Like he is the guy. I get it. He broke records seven time IWGP uh, champs. But you can't be the best and most important when you are a tag wrestler. If they ever gave him an opportunity to be a singles guy, and I would wish this listen a heartbeat. But okay. that's like that's like saying the most important wrestler in the WWE right now. Kofi Kingston. No, he's a tag guy. He can't be him when he when he became a main eventer. Yes, we can talk about that. But right now, no, he can't. Bobby Fish is the most important guy in in NXT. No, because he's a tag guy. They don't even let him wrestle singles matches. So that's the only that's my only qualm with with Tama. Other than that, Tama's Tama is um I I love. Tama Tonga, even the good bad guy. I miss the bad guy, but even the good bad guy. But you can't be the man if you can't even be the man in a match. Okay, I mean, I can I can counter your your uh, argument. So you right. mentioned uh, some of the stuff that I was I was going to bring up. Record breaking seven time IWGP Tag Team Champion. Also, record-breaking uh, holder of the, the Never Six-Man Belts with force. They don't <laughs> count. 
<laughs> Four separate reigns. As I and you know never... what? <laughs> and and our truth is a 50, 52 time twenty four seven champion. Nobody. <laughs> So, original member, no, no, I mean, you can be wrong, you're allowed to be wrong. Um, So, original member of Bullet Club, record breaker, yeah, I get your point about him being a tag team wrestler, but for me, being being the person that he is, puts him at number one. He was the major instigator in the civil war that we got with our bullet club. He was the one who attacked uh, the elite. He was the one who offered Cody a spot. Um, when Cody said no, he attacked Cody. He split the bullet club down the middle to the OGs and then the elite. He's the one who's front and center on social media. Kenny Schmomega, all that bullshit. Cease and desist against the good brothers. He's the, like you said it. He's the person when you say Bullet Club, you think Tamatanga because he rocks that 24 7. Jay White is a, a massively important member of Bullet Club, but when he joined Bullet Club, it was because he turned on Okada. It wasn't because he believed in Bullet Club. He could have, if he did that, he could have joined in the first place when he was offered a spot. So for me, the reason why I've gotten for Tama is because if you cut that guy, he bleeds Bully Club. Okay. So let's flip, let's flip to Jay White because you said something that I don't think is completely true. You, you, what you said is correct, but I don't think it's completely true. Jay White was offered a spot to join Bully Club and he joined Chaos. But in one of the most rare moments in wrestling history where he'll told the truth and nobody he said, I'm not joining Chaos because I want to be a part of this. I'm joining Chaos because I'm going to get close to you and take your championship. I believe the goal was always for Jay to be Bullet Club. He just wanted to take down Okada. So it's not a sense of him not wanting to be a part of Bullet Club. It's a sense of much like evil taking out the head to get a point. Now, I did say I made a mistake earlier, but I made this mistake on purpose. I said only three members of, of Bullet Club have been IWGP Heavyweight Championship. I, I did that on purpose so I could give love to the fourth, the Switchblade. Okay? So... And by the way, the youngest of the four to win when he won it, important. Also, he's won every major championship you can win. But here's why Jay White is the most important member of Bullet. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, here's why he's the most important person in the history of the club. And this is this is in cafe, but also in real in, in real life, right? You spoke about how Tama's the man. We spoke about Tama Bleeds Bullet Club. We talk about how Tama is the personification of the club, correct? Tama Tonka has been on record of saying we have never had a leader before. 
The only time we've ever had a leader is Jay White. If the man of the club says Devin was not a leader, he was a spokesperson. Anderson wasn't a leader. He was a spokesperson. Styles wasn't a leader. He was a spokesperson. Omega wasn't a leader. He was a spokesperson. But Jay White is the leader of Bullet Club. What are we talking about? I mean, I agree. That's why he's at set. He's in number two. Oh God! I, I wouldn't have had him as as high up as as I have. But I just, I just prefer. I just prefer. I just see Tama more as Bullet Club than I do Jay. I I think that Jay could easily leave Bullet Club today and still be the wrestler that he is. Uh, if Tama was to leave, you would you would think that that Bullet Club would would implode because of him. He would always be linked to Bullet Club. I think Jay could slip into any faction. He could join Suzuki Goon and and fit into Suzuki Goon, and that's that's why I would go with. with <laughs> that he would have the perfect kind of mindset for a Suzuki Goon. Him and Zack Saber Junior tagging together would be absolutely amazing. That'd be fun. But I mean. We can ram off his, for for what he's achieved at such a young age in uh, New Japan is phenomenal. Youngest uh, uh, IWGP champion, uh, 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 Intercontinental champion, US champion, all relatively short reigns, which is New Japan booking for uh, for our first time champions. I fully expect this guy to certainly not only challenge for the uh, heavyweight title again but to win it multiple times. He won't, you don't, because don't, he's in WWE, baby. No, if, if he was to stay, I would, you would expect him to be at the top of the card. Character-wise, he is one of the best at being a heel, and not a comedy heel, not a heel so bad that you like him, like MJF and, and, and the like. This guy, you he makes you despise him because he's only in it for himself. And that's probably why he doesn't quite make number one for me, because he's in it for himself. He would happily screw over every member of Bullet Club to be the number one guy. And for me, Bullet Club is about protecting your own, and I don't think he would do that. Fair enough. I appreciate you gave him number two because I just knew you were going to put him at like number 12. <laughs> 14. Number 14. Yeah. I mean, we technically is not even in Bullet Club. He's quit. So it's a moot point either way. He could, he could, we could easily still just have Tarbatanga as number one. That would then bump Bad Luck Farley up to number two for me. I'm fine. Look, I'm, I'm okay with Tama being number one. I just, if a man if a man says this man is the leader of the club I'm in, no matter how much that dude puts on for the club, he said he's number one. I'm, I'm inclined to believe him. Before we get out of here, any thoughts on the whole situation with Tama and uh, the Good Brothers and Omega and them pretending to be Bullet Club even though they're not and throwing off the too sweet even though they got 
quote unquote cease and desisted, which apparently might not be true. Any thoughts on that? Interesting. Uh, well, uh, I was actually reading, whilst doing that, I was reading up on uh, a lot of stuff like that. And uh, WWE tried to uh, tried to um, patent the, the two sweet uh, wolf sound and it got rejected in in, uh, in the patent office. So I, I didn't know that. I thought that was really interesting. Kenny came out to Hard to Kill in a Bullet Club t-shirt. They are, pl- they are playing, playing so close to the line. But there's a, a, a famous Rihanna song that, that easily explains this. And it's work, 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 work. Maybe it's a work, 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 work. You know it's a work. These guys are these guys are friends. These guys these are these are buddies. Kenish Mamega is he's in on it with the good bad good guy Tarbatonga. I don't like the fact he's had a shave. He, he just looks like a child. But yeah, uh, what I did like though is he went in hard on Michael Elgin. Whoo! He hates that motherfucker. Uh, rightfully so, by the way. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not convinced this will work yet. Okay. I'm not convinced this will work yet because Thomas said some shit that made a lot of sense that sounded personal. And the, the shit he said is everywhere you go, you try to pretend to be us. You were the, you were the OC. Then you were the club. Then you were the this, and you were the that, and the that. How many times are you gonna try? You sell out, and how many times are you going to try and relive off old shit that you you don't even represent anymore? Mm-hmm. And that may be coming from a real place. I don't doubt that there is some there is parts of a work in this, but I feel like it's more of a work shoot than a straight-up work. And I do think there is issues over the whole usage of the two sweet and the... I'm sorry... Of the Wolfpack symbol, because that shit ain't the fucking too sweet. I'm old enough to remember the damn Wolfpack, okay? Um, I do, I do, because that's the thing that bothers me. Maybe the cease and desist was real. Maybe it was. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I don't ha- I'm not privy to the documents. But I can just tell you facts. Facts are that WWE owned the trademark for that until 2017. Facts. In 2017, uh, in 2017, pro wrestling tees owned the trademark. And then it abandoned it in 2019. So, none of these periods, the WWE didn't own it during the period and when the shit happened. Pro wrestling tees did. The Bucks have a exclusive deal with pro wrestling tees. So what bothers me is the whole cease and desist thing. And if you remember, the Japanese Bullet Club never stopped using the symbol. Mm-hmm. Which makes me wonder. Now, we all thought, well, you know, Japan got different laws than America. No, it never hit me, but it makes me wonder, maybe these motherfuckers were lying. And, and, and talk about works. That's the greatest work they've ever done because that's the work that got them the goodwill of the people. That one lie is their highest selling t-shirt 
And that's the that's the line that allowed them to 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 get the goodwill and the strength of the people to do all out. Facts are facts. So it makes me wonder. Tama knows where the bodies are buried. If anybody knows, it's Tama. And maybe he's sick of this shit. Because imagine how you got to feel if you're Tama Tonga. You have been Bullet Club since day one. You've been in New Japan since day one. And all these motherfuckers come in and get clouded off of your shit and leave. They come in, get clouded off of your shit, and then leave bigger. Then... You got a group that comes in, says they're better than all of the Bullet Club, and only rocks with their own group. Gets the as big as possible, big enough to create their own company, and then leave, but still use your shit. Then you work tirelessly to rebuild Bullet Club and make it as good as it's ever been again, and make it make it important and 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 not only important, but you make it relevant again. And then what's the first thing these motherfuckers do? Hey, Bullet Club, baby. What's up, too sweet? That would piss me off if I was Tama Tonga. Let me have my shit. You guys got millions of dollars. You want it, got what you wanted. Right? You bought your houses. Carl Anderson bought however many houses for his hot Asian wife. Gallows and bought how many cars. All the stuff y'all wanted to do, y'all got. Leave me my shit. So that's why I don't know if it's all if it's all complete work or not. Yeah, I mean that does make a lot of sense. But for me, uh, and obviously I can't speak for how uh, New Japan and and Tama uh, want to take this. Whether going the legal route would kind of uh, get a lot of uh, fans riled up and, and kind of lose a lot of that uh, that goodwill they've got. But if somebody was taking food off my plate by using the 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 copyrights and the IP that that I own or I uh, am part of, I I would put I would stop that shit in a heartbeat. You know that WWE would do it. You know if I, if something was like that was happening with AEW, they would they would pull the the legal team out. So why haven't New Japan, why haven't hasn't Tamatanga? But it's all this whole story is played through social media, and it's all to whip us all into a, a fan frenzy. Because the way you get fans in is by creating drama, and then the the fans want to see the culmination of that drama. Is that the road we're heading? I, I don't know because there just doesn't seem to be any kind of a clear link between New Japan and AEW right now. But is it feeding into uh, potential future um, storylines and rivalries? Perhaps. Is it real? It could well be. But I, I don't see why Tama and New Japan would take this route rather than the, the legal route to, to to cut it off at the at the head if it wasn't part of some potential bigger plan. Well, you said it best. You said it perfectly. Uh, that um, there, we don't, if this is all for, this is all the work trying to get fans involved and get them excited, what are you getting them excited for if they can't wrestle each other? Mm-hmm. So, if there does turn out to be some type of deal, 
Then okay, cool. I'm with you. Then I get it. That's God versus Good Brothers can make money. I'm with you completely. Don't look like that's the case. Secondly, and lastly, and we can kind of get out of here after this. Bullet Club. Uh, not Bullet Club, but New Japan. Don't really give a shit about none of this because they own the Bullet Club term. So all the money comes to them anyway, right? All the Bullet Club shirts are owned. The Bullet Club um, likeness and image and, and name, trademark, is owned by New Japan. So that's not the concern. All the stuff... All of this stuff is personal because of Too Sweet and the hand signal and representing something that these people don't represent anymore. You know what I mean? It's like, it would be like if X-Pac left DX, went to another company, and started, a, and started a, a, another DX. Like, while DX was still going in WWE. That wouldn't make sense. It would be stupid. Now, it's okay if you use your name, Xbox, as your name, but then for there to be the actual real Degeneration X in WWE, and then in ECW, it's you, Just Incredible, and Lance Storm as Degeneration X? No, that's stupid. So, but, you know, we're talking semantics at this point. Um, so, I want you all listening to know that I had the better list. <laughs> Max was wrong. Even though we were different on some, there were so many similarities. And to get so close out of 14 different um, members, I'm I'm pretty impressed with that. I thought we'd be a lot more different than that. I mean, and it, well, it's all it is all semantics at the end of the day. It's all subjectivity. Um, on another day, I could have easily been a lot closer to your picks. I could have easily had... Well, no, I wouldn't have had Jay White as number one. Uh, but I could have easily had uh, Kenta uh, at three or, or the Bad Luck Father. So, yeah, I, I think we we had very, very similar mindsets. We did. And, you know, this might be something we, we, we'll revisit again with other uh, factions or groups. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed this. I enjoyed ranking these people and actually thinking about not just my not just my personal opinion, but who is the best of this group. Um, you know, Chaos got like 1,700 members, so... <laughs> Number one member, Yoshi Asha, clearly. Oh, God. Let's see, now we got to end. Now we got to go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, Yoshi or Tor- Toriano? Well, look, my name is Ray Cash. You can find me at It's Ray Cash. R-E-Y as in Mysterio, C-A-S-H as in dollars. Of course, I host the Outsiders Edge podcast at Outsiders Edge CS. Three Man Weave at three underscore man weave. And Bandwagon Nerds at Bandwagon Nerds. We're part of the Chair Shot Radio uh, Network. And you can find Chair Shot at Chair Shot Media. And let the man with a million different shows break it down in his own way. Okay, so I've got two Twitter handles. One is at Reencounter. You can find me there where I definitely won't welch on coming on the show at the last minute uh, because I'm not a no. massive welch douchebag. And not two, at all. <laughs> and two, at Ricky and Clive, where, again, I won't welch on coming on the show and I'm not a massive Scottish douchebag. <laughs> no. Because, you know, because, you know, it's not... I, it, I, you're, you're not a douchebag that likes to... 
But, uh, well, I can't come on because I don't know the Bullet Club members. Yeah, exactly. So oh, I can't come on because I'm pretending to do some work. Yeah, I'm, I'm acting like I'm responsible at my job. No, we know the truth. Exactly. Uh, exactly. And he also goes by DEJ Kirkby. If you know, Sometime. that's his burner account. It's a burner account. <laughs> burner account. Wow. Uh, yeah, follow me on, uh, and definitely go and follow Paul and, and Ricky and Cloud because they are good people. Uh, can't wait to for them to finally come on the show after they keep promising so much. Yeah, but you can follow me at DJ Kirkby. I uh, I host uh, Badlands on the, the Chair Shop um, radio network with uh, Paul, and I also have five rounds with uh, my son Carlos uh, coming up to this weekend with a huge uh, Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier show. So that's going to be fun. So, yeah, check me out. Sir, I, we haven't talked about what's planned for next week. I okay. might ask you to do a five rounds recap with me and you next week because McGregor and Poirier is delicious. Mm-hmm. I am excited about this fight and I'm excited. I'm excited about Connor being back to being Connor. You know what I'm saying? Toxic ass, douchebag ass, put Island on my back ass, Connor McGregor. I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, this week he came out and said he he still thinks he's the the champion because there was never a a belt handle handling ceremony in the ring after after the the battle between him and Khabib. So he counts himself as the champion, and that's the cocky uh, Connor that we love and we love to hate. Yeah, and and well, we all know Connor's delusional too, but uh, you kind of got to be when you're that level, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and all those in between, we appreciate you listening. Uh, this has been your Head Trauma Thursdays on Chair Shot Radio. And uh, what do you want to tell the people, sir? Always use your fingertips, appendages, and maybe your head.